Accredited Master Coach, Speaker, Author, and Podcaster. Welcome to my podcast, The Can Do Way. My guests from across the globe have can do stories of growth, resilience, and success to share. Tune in and be inspired by these individuals who have developed a strong can do approach. Each one of their stories is unique, each one of their stories has a key message. This episode of The Can Do Way, I'm chatting with Rebecca Ronane, life coach, author, super connector and podcast host. Now, Rebecca coaches women to reinvent their mindset around ageing to create an empowered life after 50. She runs a successful networking group, Network Provence and coaching business, Forward After 50. She also has two podcast shows, Forward After 50 and Network Provence. Three of Rebecca's significant life changes happened over the age of 50. She says, like everyone, I've had my trials and tribulations and I choose to focus on the latter. I know that anything is possible for women who want to move forward after 50. We women are a force to be reckoned with once we are over 50 and it is Rebecca's mission to convince the rest of the world of this fact so that opportunities are plentiful for women as they reinvent their lives and discover and use their superpowers. Author of Forward After 50, Rebecca lives in the sunny France, sunny south of France with her French Dutchman and dog Myrtle. She describes herself as having an endless curiosity for life, being a perpetual learner and explorer of both places and things. And she says, everything I've ever done has been a new adventure. I thrive on challenge. So welcome to the show today, Rebecca. Oh, thank you very much, Gail. <laughs> Lovely to be here. You know, there's so many similarities with um, with how I see the world and I know on occasions I'll just share with the listeners that Rebecca and I have spoken on a couple of occasions. She has interviewed myself and one of my co-authors on her show and she has been on our show as well previous, our all around the menopause journey. And, you know, the adventure, the curiosity, the creativity, it all comes through in the message that you share. And, of course, this wonderful business of yours, Forward After 50, and all that that entails where you're helping women move forward. But let's just take a short walk through your life. If you can give the listeners a glimpse of your background and how you actually arrived at now doing this wonderful coaching work that you're doing today. Ah, well, <laughs> let's make that a short glimpse, a summary. <laughs> um, yes, well, I suppose that my life started a bit later than usual in terms of profession in my late 20s when I had a thirst for exploring adventure, but I didn't know quite how to do it. I don't think I was educated or like many women of my generation that we were educated to actually want for much I think but I had a nagging feeling all the time that I wanted more than where I was at and so when I was given an opportunity to 
work and travel at the same time in my late 20s, I, I took that opportunity. So I entered a world of being what they call a tour director with different companies and taking groups of people as uh, holiday makers, more or less in the four corners of the world. Not quite, but very much so. So I entered a world of travel, which uh, served me very well. <laughs> but uh, when I came to my mid-50s, I sort of, I had a wake-up call. And uh, that meant, uh, firstly, a wake-up call of being diagnosed uh, with a breast cancer from a routine mammogram. And that was quickly followed by losing a travel job with the company that I had grown to rely on. And I would say that uh, certainly had a big impact on my life. Mm -hmm. So up till then, I was happily going along and then everything changed. So in my mid-50s, uh, I can't say that I was prepared for that change. I, uh, yeah, I felt humiliated and sad and actually was a bit lost for what I was going to do next. I began to uh, buy into the negativity about age. I was 50, 55, 56, I believe, and... I had never even thought of aging. I hadn't really been with people up until that moment who gave me any reason to think negativity, uh, negativity, negativity about <laughs> aging. I don't even like saying the word. Uh, so, but suddenly I thought, oh, will I, will I get another job? How is my life going to treat me now? Um, I like working. There was no way I was going to give up working, for example. I wasn't really in the situation where I could do that anyway. So, yes, I, I, I didn't know really what to think. And then just through a series of events, uh, I looked into the world of personal development, which led me to coaching. And I did an online course. I'd always loved learning, but uh, the travel job was very time consuming. And I, you know, though I was learning about different countries and that other things were sort of sidelined. So I started to test myself in a way as to whether I could um, basically learn things, do things differently. And I was pleasantly surprised that I could. And then I came across, um, I live, as you said, in France, and I came across a course run by Caroline Rice in London. And though that seemed quite crazy that I could do a course in London while living in France, I thought I must do this. There's something that compelled me to do it. And uh, she was offering a life uh, coaching course in her Pure Coaching Academy. 
And thanks to Ryanair and their nice cheap flights at the time, <laughs> I used to travel up on a weekly basis to do her course. Mm-hmm. And that led me to being a life coach and to that new journey. Fantastic, fantastic. You know, you've you've gone full circle and it's a it's a familiar pattern that I hear from many, many of my guests, but there's a few touch points in there that I'd like to further explore with you that really brought out that that can-do drive in you. And I just want to go back to the first one you mentioned, which was this, this thirst in you that you found for exploring an adventure and that you felt that perhaps through conditioning and culture and your environment that you had been brought up in, um, you as a woman were um, not encouraged to want for much in life but you knew there was something you knew that wanted more what were some of the examples of how that was starting to um, show up in you what 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 were some of the first things you noticed in yourself Ooh, well a thirst I don't know something instinctive and I can only say that I've really learned what that was by the world of coaching and going into what your core values are. Mm-hmm. And that was something I had never been aware of, quite frankly, up until my mid-50s. And it became evident that one of my top values is challenge. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, looking back where there was challenge, instead of recoiling from it I wanted to go head on and face it mm-hmm. so I remember when I got the job to travel around a wonderful woman called Una Corona who unfortunately is no longer with us she I went and had an interview with her and she said oh yes you'll be fine for the job uh, in two weeks' time, you will take a group of 50 people around Europe. And I had never done that before. But mm-hmm. instead of thinking, oh, my goodness, no, I thought yes. And in many ways, from uh, that time onwards, I, despite, you know, there's always been a little bit of a few hiccups. I don't mm-hmm. just jump into the deep end. But... Mm-hmm. I will start to explore rather than anything else. Mm-hmm. I love that approach. I really love that. That that, as you said, there was that thirst in you, and you you quenched it by doing that and taking on that first big travel. So, what was the outcome of that? Taking those fifty people to Europe. How did how did it go for you? Well, it went well, and it. Um, I yes, I carried on with the job for 30 years plus. There you go. There you go. It's a perfect example of how that that can-do mindset, you said, you know what, I have a challenge ahead of me, but I don't see it as an obstacle. And you found a way. You found a way, which I'm sure will keep coming through. So when you were talking then where you said you had your wake-up call in your 50s, your mid-50s, and you've just described to the listeners the fact that you are somebody who says, I'm going to go head on through the challenges I face. And you said you had your breast cancer moment and also the double whammy was losing your job. So tell tell us how you 
you got through that. So you had to face that challenge. And what did you have to do to perhaps shift your mindset so that you could win through that particular situation? Well, I have to say it wasn't easy, but I think I looked almost down at myself as not being a victim. So where one may have really gone down a negative spiral, mm. I decided that uh, that those particular challenges were ones to be pushed out of the way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think going through personal development after that time, what I didn't realize that particularly with the the job loss was a realization that those doors closing were an amazing opportunity mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that it would actually lead to something different. I didn't realize I had it in me at the time because I think you become quite, you know, you can become set in your path in many ways. However, uh, it gave me an opportunity. There will be people, of course, who will continue on and happily. And I think sometimes that people don't give themselves the possibility of making changes because mm-hmm. making changes can be yeah making cha- challenging and if you mm-hmm. don't particularly care for challenge and I'm not saying everyone cares for it and they don't mm-hmm. it, it can be quite difficult but there is it was an opportunity somewhat hidden at first but I think it has taught me since that time that uh, um if something goes wrong, if you're rejected or if you fail, actually that sort of saves you from making that mistake. You know, you learn mm-hmm. from your mistakes. So mm-hmm. uh, you can shift into a different direction. They yeah, kind of pointers in the right direction. Mm-hmm. There's a great quote out there that says, there is no rejection, there is only redirection. And I think that is very aligned with what you've been sharing just now that, you know, you you saw that a you were not the victim of what you, your circumstances that you were going through. You took that mindset to approach it in a in a different way. And that the 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 doors that closed were actually an opportunity to go and open some new doors. They 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 closed for a reason. Whether whether you believe that or not, um, a lot of the times in life, these things present themselves when we least expect them, when we don't want them. And yet the reality is, is that they teach us so much. Would you, would you agree with that? Absolutely. Absolutely. And I think if I had been equipped with that education mm-hmm. from the start, mm. you know, wow, you could have his superpowered life. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, maybe you can be equipped with that at the beginning of your life and uh, 
small, but maybe not. Maybe you have to have a life journey to, mm. <laughs> to do that. <laughs> I, I think you sharing those sentiments, I, I believe it's the latter as well. And it sounds like to me that through the steps that you've taken in your life, Rebecca, you've given yourself the opportunity to learn at each each corner, each turn you've taken, saying yes to the, the big job in Europe and taking 50 people on a, on a tour was a, a big yes moment for you, but a big challenge. And yet you you came through it, you sailed through it, and as you said, you had a 30-year career. You faced and won through your challenges of breast cancer and losing your job. But I think the, the, the bottom line for me is that can-do mindset that was in you. You saw, you saw something in yourself that gave you the opportunity to say, I want to look at this differently. So when you when you said those words to yourself that when you were facing your breast cancer experience, when you said, I am not a victim, what do you think those words did to empower you to, to really have the confidence and the strength to get through that ordeal? Wow. Well, I think that, you know, you just used that word. It did empower me. I mean, obviously, I, I can't say that my breast cancer experience was the same as anyone else's. Mm. You know, everyone mm. has a different experience there. It's, um, you know, there are many different types of breast cancer. And mm. yes, hmm. you know, I was, uh, it was a lot to do with my mindset. I think it is so important to keep strong within in your you know within your um powers the powers in one's head mm -hmm. are massive and you know it's being able to tap into that in some way i feel i'm doing it much more than i ever did in the past um because about personal development that has taught me a lot and perhaps today we have more access to the, that learning mm -hmm. uh, that I'm not sure but certainly for me and I, I just think it was the type of person that I am I have got a curiosity and and a love for life mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. So yeah. that helps. Yeah, they're, they're natural natural attributes in you, perhaps, or, or are they, or you've allowed them to, to be fostered and grown within yourself as well along your journey. I just want to challenge you with a question here about you, you said at one stage about the fact that in your 50s after you'd gone through your, your cancer and your job loss, you talked about that you were buying into the negativity around age and ageing. So... Mm. As a result of the personal development work and the coaching that you do and the mindset that you now have, how do you manage that fine line between negativity and banishing it and that toxic positivity? Where do you, where do you find yourself sitting in between that? Oh, well, I don't... I. <laughs> That's a good, it's a great question because <laughs> I don't buy into aging negativity at all. Mm -hmm. And I feel it's my mission to 
to try and influence um, other women, well, let's say over 50, I use that as the sort of uh, the, the starting block mm. of perhaps a different mindset. You know, at that age, we have been, certainly in my generation, well, to, to feel you're going to be um, degenerating where I mm -hmm. think it's a time to generate. Mm -hmm. And I also do believe that life is changing all the time. When you become 50, you probably have a good 30 years ahead of you mm -hmm. plus, mm -hmm. and each generation will have more and more. That's a lot of time to play with. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's no time to sit on the fence and wait for you know, things that are not particularly nice to happen. Mm -hmm. And I, I do believe that with our mindset and many other doable things, we can uh, generate ourselves to be healthy, healthier, and have many more opportunities mm -hmm. after 50 than you know we ever realized before yeah yeah that's that's a, a beautiful approach you know that you say it's we're not degenerating when we hit our 50s we can move into a period of generation and then we're regenerating whatever can come next for us in our lives and as as we've talked about previously Rebecca to do with menopause it's all about that second spring isn't it so it puts a different it puts a different take on what you can do rather than what you have to lose and let go of absolutely absolutely and i think also with our wisdom and all that's happened before we are in a very privileged position of yeah, expanding not only ourselves, but mm -hmm. sharing some of that with other people, Yeah, which is a great opportunity. It is, it is. And as it comes from how I described you at the start of this as you being always eternally curious and, and wanting to keep learning and and by doing, by putting those two things together, you have that wealth of knowledge to to pass on to those around you. And and like you, I do the same in my coaching work as well to continue learning because you can never be the expert, and you don't want to be the expert, but you want to be able to help the people who come to you, who are the right people for you to be working with as well, and and giving them the the skills and the strength and the belief in themselves that they can, as well. Absolutely. So when you're when you're um, when you've gone through these experiences such as adversity, how do you keep powering up your resilience? You know, you must are you are you still finding there's times that you're still dealing with change and you're perhaps having to take yet another different path to be able to become more resilient to the changes that you're facing in your life now? or having come through COVID? Well, COVID, that's quite an interesting subject because when that appeared, and actually I was still doing a bit of travelling before that, and obviously that was finished for the time being, I saw it as an opportunity mm -hmm. 
And I know that there's been an, an awful lot of suffering, but I have actually used it as a very creative time. I did see it as a pathway to doing other things, to having some time to, to write, for example, which mm-hmm. is something I have never done and never thought I could do. Mm-hmm. So that was um, a time to, to pursue another challenge. Mm-hmm. And, Interesting. And, uh, yes, I see <laughs> each year as, as exciting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it may not always work. It may not be how I imagined, but it's profiting from the time that you have. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And it meets your, your expectation of yourself that your life is one huge adventure. It's always, it continues <laughs> to be an adventure, doesn't it? it, it and that's, that's a really delightful approach to take. And I'm sure a lot of the listeners will be really gaining a lot of inspiration and even that motivation to just go, you know, it, all it takes sometimes is to think a little bit differently and whether you reach out for professional support with coaches like you and me or whether you just spend some time in your own or getting some of those thoughts in your head out, perhaps with journaling or something like that, just giving yourself a chance to say things can be different and and I have the power in me to, to make those changes happen. But you've got to get started, otherwise you will continue on the same path that you've always been on. So um, I hope that this has given the listeners um, just that little kickstart into action um, with the wonderful things that you've been sharing so far, Rebecca. So I want to ask you now your three can-do tips that you would like to leave the listeners with on the call today. Well, really a few things that we've already talked about. To learn from failure, to learn from rejection, and to not be afraid of that. Because I believe that they can hold you back. And so definitely just go with the flow and uh, don't be afraid of those. It will take you to the right place. Mm -hmm. To stay curious and to keep exploring, for example, the world of technology, not to be afraid of those things. I think that as we age, to keep in the modern world is super important to Mm -hmm. keep empowered. And also that our interiors are of prime importance. We spend a lot of time on our exterior, but our interior, our health, exercise, to remain as healthy as we can. There's so many doable things and that keeps us strong, which in turn keeps us empowered. Fantastic. I like the way you've said that, that interior and exterior that a lot of people talk about, inner self and, and that personal inside, but that interior, that is that is so vital. But um, I, I love all three of those, learning from failure and rejection, staying curious and to continue exploring and taking care of 
what's going on inside, which is head and body, isn't it as well? So it's um, absolutely, it's a, it's a great combination of the of the three. So my final question for you, Rebecca, then is why do you feel a can-do attitude is absolutely essential? Well, I believe that life is a privilege and it's also about what you can do may help other people. You can share your positive self with other people and you may make a difference. And if you just make a difference to one person, that is absolutely something to empower your own self by empowering other people. I think it's, um, you know, what life is all about. Yes, and you you summed it up perfectly there. The whole conversation has been around this, that life is a privilege, and you have certainly taken that privilege to the next level by saying, I can and I will and I have and I'm your continuing on that life adventure, that life journey for you to become a better person, but also so that you can pass on and and help others on your journey as well, because I am a firm believer and I can hear it in your voice that you too believe that your purpose is to to help others. Um, And I can hear, and the listeners can hear, I'm sure as well, that there's a lot of joy that comes through the work that you do and this learning journey that you are still on. Um, in this lifetime. So thank you for all that you have shared today, Rebecca, and it's been wonderful to have you as my guest on The Can Do Way. Thank you so much, Gail. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Do you live and breathe a can-do attitude? Have an inspiring perspective, a life-changing experience or intriguing story to share? Always curious and with an insatiable appetite for a good yarn, I invite you to be my guest. Do get in touch via my website, gailmgibson.com. The Can Do Way podcast, refreshing, positive and real.